Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode six of the Entertainment Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Andy G, and today we're here with Eric Villegas, better known as Eric V or Producer Eric, who has an impressive record of having been the main producer for the live broadcast radio program, The King Show, on iHeartMedia's DC number one hit music station, Hot 99.5. The show was named Best Local Morning Show in 2009 by industry magazine FMQB and was broadcast on several additional radio stations in D.C., Baltimore, Tampa, and Louisville. The Kane Show was one of the most popular radio programs for the past 14 years. The irony is that I was Eric's intern at iHeartMedia at the very start of my career in the entertainment industry. And about a decade later, I'm here with him again, but this time as an exclusive interview for my very own Entertainment Biz Podcast. Hey, Eric, what's up? I'm good. How are you? Good. How are you? It's been so long. I know, right? Too long. (laughs) So, producer Eric, I never had a chance to ask you back when I worked with you at iHeart, how did you get your start as the main producer for The Kane Show? And what were some of your strategies for maintaining those high ratings for such a long period of time? Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) 14 years ago. I think it was just um, my willingness to always be there, always be ready, and... um, you know, there was another guy that was going for the job at the time. It's a funny story. And we would do like two days on, two days off. And one day he just didn't show up. Oh. And it was like a three-week three process. And one day he just didn't show up. And in radio, you can't not show up. So they were like, yeah, well, we're just going to give it to you. And I was like, because I consistently would be there. And I was always in the in the building doing promotions and programming. So it was one of those things that just, you know, like, always being available, always being ready. And like I tell everyone, radio is not a job, it's a lifestyle. You know, you can't just, uh, you know, just forget about it. You know, it doesn't stop when five o'clock ends. And then how we became the ratings for so long for being such a successful show was, um, I think everyone's hard work and everyone's determination and everyone being on the same page of like understanding that this is, this is it, you know, it's the big, the big cheese. So yeah, that a lot. 14 years later, Mm -hmm. still going strong. Yeah, man. So from what I remember, you taught me early on in my internship to expect that the broadcast and media industry would be a very demanding, high-paced, cutthroat environment. (laughs) And I learned quickly that you weren't exaggerating at all. Can you tell us more about what the radio business is like today? Did it change? Is it still the same? Because this was 10 years ago for me. Yeah, right. God. Um, no, I think it's I think it's evolving. I think things are getting a little more um doors are opening for more people. I think technology is helped and hurt it, uh, allowing to like one one person can do multiple radio stations, but it's still pretty aggressive. It's still pretty cutthroat. You need to look out for yourself and for your teammates, and then, you know, understand that it's all about ratings and revenue. Right. If you can't, if you, can't you know, do the ratings and revenue, then the company's going to be like, well, why are you here? You know, what are you, what are you doing for me? Right. Yeah. So it's not like you can sit at a desk for eight hours and hide and 
every couple quarters do something great. You got to do something great every single time you crack that microphone and also every blog you make and every social media post you do and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it's a lot of work and are there more women now? Yes. Which is great. Now on the radio station on hot 995, we've got Elizabeth in the afternoons. We got Emily at nights. Um, there's a lot more opportunities for females, which I think is incredible, which I think we need yes. in the industry on any, any format. You'd be a top 40, urban, all whatever it is, classic rock, whatever you want to call it. I think it's great because your main target audience is females. Yeah. So it's like you should definitely have more women on the air and allow them to be you know, who they want to be and speak their minds and, and be honest. And it's, it helps, it helps a lot. I'm really glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, there was always a woman, but te- usually, you know, the woman was the co-host, you know, there were just very mm-hmm. few of them a decade ago. So I'm really excited to hear that there's more women. Yeah. Radio is definitely right a driven industry. And I think uh, once the Me Too movement happened, I think it opened up a lot of eyes to a lot of people. And it realized too, that, you know what, it doesn't matter what you are behind the microphone as long as you're bringing great content and right. are willing to sacrifice your life <laughs> being a radio person. What does it matter? You know? Yeah. And Eric, what qualities and professional experience would an aspiring producer be required to have in order to be considered for a lead producer role at a mass media corporation such as iHeart? Cause that's a big deal. It is a big deal. I think you have to be very organized. People are shocked at how organized I really am. You have to be um, understanding how to handle different personalities because not everybody is the same and not everybody handles things differently. And um, you have to be flexible and you have to also work with some people that are never going to say, you did a great job. You know, just you have to get it done and know that you're still number one no matter what. And without you there, the show really can't go on. Right. You know? So. Yeah. And I also remember the broadcast and media world being full of surprises, yeah. both on the air and off. Yeah. I mean, that's, I like that's like the thing is you got to understand that you never know what's going to happen. Like I said, technology has helped and hurt this industry. Sometimes technology hurts more because maybe the computer doesn't want to work. You need a new hard drive or something's fried and you got to wait for engineering. Yeah. So you got to be able to be flexible <laughs> and move and work with people and, and different personalities, different engineers are different kind of dudes or, or whatever. Exactly. They, different personalities, different type of, um, I mean, some people can be more emotional, some people aren't. So yeah, I mean, you just have to adapt. So, but even though most careers in general will bring the everyday stress of ups and downs, it's a lot more challenging I think, while under such a high-paced and high-pressure setting like radio. So what would your advice be for new and emerging producers on how they can maintain that composure that they need in these type of situations? Breathe. Um, Besides (laughs) breathing, I think just try to be relaxed and try to be, know that any any moment, any day, something might happen. You're never going to have the same day. You might have the same, like, show outline but something could change something could happen you never know so don't don't be afraid of it and don't panic yeah don't panic (laughs) always be ready and also you know some things you might have seen before so then be like okay this happened like this so let me see if this applies 
and then it does, and you're like, oh, we figured it out. Boom. Keep it moving. Always keep it moving. Right. Keep it forward thinking and keep and try to be as positive as possible because some talents are gonna freak out and be like, the world is ending. I can't do this. Like, no, we it out. Like, let's use this program. Let's use this. Or let's try this. Or you know, always be willing to to try new things and be different. And you know, just also too, ask questions. Always ask questions. Yes. If you're around engineers or other um, people in media, always ask questions. Always be asking questions and and um, and try to learn as much as possible. So. Yeah, the show must go on. Definitely, definitely got to go on. Now, for all the musical artists and producers who may be listening, can you explain how the process of artist promotions work? Is it normally the radio station that reaches out to the artists or their label for an interview, or is it the other way around? It works hand in hand. It depends on um, what the artist is. Okay. Like, let's say a Katy Perry, We're, they're not going to reach out. You've got to reach out and ask because maybe she's got a new song coming out. Um, but if it's an up-and-coming artist, the the record reps, the local reps will go around, push the music and say, hey, they're, they're available for an interview if you want it. And then the music director or program director will say, hey, okay, I've got X, Y, and Z artists on X, Y, and Z day. Are you guys interested? Yes or no? Okay, great. If not then you just keep it moving and um the, that's the program director or the music director's ability to, to work with the record labels and say hey they can't do this week but you got another artist for me let's 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 keep talking you know the key in, in radio and in any kind of um entertainment industry job is relationships exactly Not about what you know it's about who you know and you never want to burn a bridge you always want to try to keep keep that good relationship going because in the end it might help you. You know, you might get that bomb interview with Justin Timberlake one time because your record rep, you did a couple of like, you know, B artists and they're cool with you and they know you're going to do a great job. So they're going to throw you that megastar and be like, okay, we got you Beyonce or we got you JT for 10 minutes, make it happen. You know? And what about the music that gets circulated on the radio? Do artists or their labels pay for that? Or no, what's that process like? No, that again, that's a that is a difficult process. And that is, you know, you have to get a great label, have a great song, and have some great uh label reps that can push your push your music. Nowadays though, with TikTok, if oh, you make yeah. a great TikTok song, I mean Doja Cat, Roddy Rich, the baby, all these guys. They make a 15-second TikTok video, and next thing you know, it blows up, and now we're playing it on the radio because before it was like streaming plays. Now it's whatever social media song is killing it. We're going to start playing it. So I think it's it's having that, and I think it's also utilizing your record company and your record labels and your um, your reps and listening to them. You know, yeah. some artists I've you've met or I've met throughout the years. They don't want to sell out. They don't want to do this. They want to do that. It's the only way you're gonna make money, man. Just sell out and get on there, get on the tour, do all these things. Look at all these major artists that are out there still pushing it, still doing it because they sold out. Yeah. They listened to their labels and they made a shitload of money. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. They have to work for it for sure. Exactly. I'm glad you mentioned TikTok because that's a super important platform for artists to be on, especially because the opportunity for organic growth on TikTok is unparalleled to any other platform right now um, mm -hmm. for the ones that haven't 
Now, it's obvious that artists have to create at least a local buzz in order for anyone to take their music seriously. But once they've done that, do you have any advice on what an independent artist could do to get some airplay? For example, could they attend an iHeartMedia event to try networking with some of the radio DJs or producers like yourself, or what would you suggest? It depends on what market you're in. I mean, a top 10 market like Washington, D.C. is the sixth largest market in the country. It's very hard. You know, it's very difficult. Yeah. Um, all the radio stations are basically using research, and, and research tells you that, oh, this artist is going to want to play here and this, that, and the other. There's no longer the come to the radio station and play your music. It's it's kind of a business. You know, you need to have you need to have you be good with a great label or great independent label and like I said, have a great rep or have a great manager that knows a lot of program directors in those smaller markets to help build you to get to the top ten markets. You know, the key is 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 pushing your stuff, pushing it out there locally, using social media. Uh, using your labels, um, whatever they have that they can offer for you, you know, uh, and, and push yourself and not, and never stop hustling. You know, that's the key I think is, is never stop hustling and know that hopefully it'll work and you've got a good label that that's got a good game plan and it knows to get artists on, on the air. Exactly. I like how you mentioned that it's a business. Mm -hmm. Very important to remember. Yeah. Thank you. Now, Eric, many digital marketers have argued that radio will soon become obsolete, but I've also seen research and data that suggests otherwise, claiming that radio, at least for the more popular stations, is still very much alive as a marketplace. Can you tell us a little more about how radio has evolved over the past decade, which I know you mentioned a little bit uh, prior to this question, but where do you personally see things going from here? I still think things are going to keep growing. I think for iHeart, they were genius in making the app. They saw what Pandora and Spotify or Pandora mostly was doing back then, 10 years ago, and they made the iHeartRadio app. And I think that's key. I mean, some other radio conglomerates haven't really done that or slowing in doing that. And I think radio, I think for us, at least for iHeart, we're ahead of the curve. I think for radio in general, it's free. It's free for anyone. You buy a car, you're gonna get a radio. You're gonna listen to a station. You're gonna, you're gonna listen to that station every day, you know, and driving, and you're gonna be hooked into it. Um, as far as digital marketing, I think you know, one of our main jobs is to push back to the website, push right. back to personal blogs, always be pushing back to the radio station website, not just for our personal numbers, but so that the station, in a whole, can win out and they can show, hey, we're getting hundred thousand clicks a day on this station's website because we're saying it, which means that it's translating over, you know? Yeah. Yes, people think that radio is, is a dead media because, oh, you know, there's Pandora, there's Spotify, there's all that stuff. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It clearly doesn't matter because yeah. it's still kicking and we're still doing a great job. And I think the iHeartRadio app was one of the greatest things that they did in creating that to, to get ahead of the curve. Exactly. Nice. So the iHeartRadio app and then moving traffic to the website, basically. Exactly. And then, I mean, too, like personalities are key. I mean, we saw, look at all those tick, uh, Instagram uh, people, you know, they, people follow what they do. Same thing. They follow what radio station jocks do. You know, why do we have endorsements? You know, I yes. also, you know, you, you push a product and you see that people are still buying that product. It's the same thing. People love that. They want to feel that yeah. connection. They feel 
they've said that they feel a better connection with radio personalities than any other kind of personality because it's the intimacy of you being in that car alone, right, in the morning, yeah. and you're listening to us, and you, oh my God, these are like my friends, like yeah. family. These guys get me, you know? So you make that connection, it lasts forever sometimes. Yeah, it really is a community for sure. It's that mm -hmm. sense of community I feel that's gonna keep radio alive. Yes. And I know you recently launched a new show called Your Morning Show. Yep. So for anyone who wants to tune in, what can we expect to hear? Well, now that we've got uh, the Your Morning Show, it's definitely a lot more fast paced, a lot younger, um, a, lot, a lot better content, and it, it serves to everyone's hard work and what we're all trying to do with this new show and mm -hmm. how we're trying to you know, change things up and make it a lot more fun in the mornings, you know, and, and understand what's going on. I'll play a little more music right now, but also coming in with some great content stories, some great videos. We've got, we've got a TikTok, we've got Instagram, we've got Twitter, everything is YMS radio. So it's pretty simple and easy and we're pretty fun to fun and excited in the mornings. I like that. And do you guys have any exciting guests that may be joining you? Right now, during COVID, it's very difficult yeah. because everyone is, you know, is like freaked out. Um, hopefully, we can do some more stuff. I know a lot. Of, I know the radio station has done a couple of those um, Instagram uh, lives with Louis Capaldi and other artists like that. Hopefully, we can start doing some more stuff. But right now, everybody's just in that holding pattern because of COVID nineteen, which sucks. Yes. Yeah, it's really hard. So, who's part of the cast for your morning show? It's uh, intern John, Riley, and Rose, and of course myself. And then we also have uh, Hoodie and Saran who work as my like associate producers because we we're not allowed to have internships anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Because of COVID? Fun. No. Or the, just in general, the internship program has basically faded away. Too many of these millennials don't know what hard work is, if you ask me. <laughs> they want to like get paid, and I'm like, bro, oh, no. knowledge right now, you're gonna get paid. <laughs> wow, yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. Okay, and how do you manage to be part of the cast and also produce the show at the same time? Or do you leave that to your assistants? No, I mean, I, they, I think uh, Andrew's been with me for four years now, Saran will be a year. And I think I've, I've basically, you know, you remember I just teach you how to do everything and, and then I'm kind of that manager style. I give you the rope and you figure it out. And then if you need any help, I'll, I'll help you. And so far, so good. Knock on wood. Um, but it's 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 kind of easy because it's like, you know, you're listening. You're just listening to another room. Mm -hmm. Just run in or yell and, and say what you're <laughs> it's pretty It's pretty easy. You know, I, I got to you know that. what everybody's talking about. I got to read everyone's show prep, look at what they're doing and then uh, come up with our own ideas. So. <laughs> I like that, just yell. Yeah, just yell. <laughs> so Eric, where can people get in contact with you, whether that's your website, social media, or email, what do you prefer? Uh, right now, I think, um, I mean, you can email me, it's eric at hot995, I spell my name really weird, E-R-I-C-K, or on Instagram at Mr. Eric B, M-R-E-R-I-C-K-V, and that's also my Twitter handle. So whatever nice. social media, you know, whatever, um, I always check messages just to see what's going on and sometimes reply, sometimes don't, but you know. And what about for the show? It's, uh, you, we have an, um, YMS radio is our Instagram. It's also the Twitter and it's also the TikTok. So nice. Yeah. Are you guys doing dances? Yeah, we just did that weird, uh, 
that little weird little humping dance. <laughs> Me and John do the dad joke off, and we always make fun of each other on that. And that's on TikTok. And then, of course, the Instagram is a lot of pictures of all of us. And we post videos of what we talked about on the air, you know, like do asking for a friend or make him say, oh, no. And the dad joke, all that stuff is on the Instagram and uh, TikTok. Nice. Thank you so much. Producer Eric from Hot 99.5. Thank you so much for being here with us today. You really gave us great information. You really provided us with great insights. And like you said, it's about the hustle, treating it like a business and showing up every single day. Best of luck with the new show. And I will be in touch. Thank you. Thanks, Eric.